so fat, man. So sleazy. Um, impact. Um, the far better superior product, far more better than AEW and New Japan put together. With such wonderful talent as Dirty Dango. Hell yeah. Santino Morella. Hell yeah. And Tommy Dreamer. Hell yeah. Well, uh, I guess let's talk about that on the wrestling show. everyone this is Levy. this is the fat man welcome everyone to another wonderful episode uh normally this is the point where i you know say look who's joined us but no one else is here it's just old school style Cleveland fat man i don't just to get on your side of the shit i actually did notes for this this is two in a row okay I, this I, is I know, two events in a row that is now becoming what we call a trend. Okay. So, so, okay. Wait a second. Let's pull back. First of all, WrestleMania was four pages of notes. Okay. And this is actually the first regular episode I've been back on since our whole situation from before. Um, obviously we did our live WrestleMania uh, recap and that came out as a special episode. It's the first regular episode I've been back on. Uh, so I'm glad to be back. Um, but I've, I've calmed down on the notes, okay? It went from four full pages. Is, of is it back four. to the classic, oh, I was going to say post-it? Uh, it, <laughs> it might as well be a post-it. It, it's so bad that I actually repurposed page of notes from something else. So I got this, this, and that. Oh, my God. That's my notes. Well, thank God you're you're. Oh, so I actually do not have anybody's star ratings to compare ours to, because really? Christian Thompson from TGR Wrestling, I don't think posted his review yet. Let me take a look to see. He did. Oh, okay. He did? Okay, good. We're gonna do these live. I didn't write them down. Boom, they came out today. So, okay. Come on, get on the ball, dude. Did you watch the pre-show? No, but I heard there was a tag match on there. That was... Of course, there's always a tag match. Well, women's tag match. Something I'd be interested in. There's always a tag match. Yeah. But... All right. So, speaking of that, yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I, I, I... Where's Ryan? The fuck? Yeah, no, he's being a dick. Uh, Ultimate X match for the Impact Tag Team Championship. ABC, which is the Ace Bay Club. What defense against the motors, the motor city machine guns? Okay, just off their new Japan loss, loss <laughs> uh, 13 minutes and five seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and three quarters. Okay, so let me start by asking this because once again, I don't watch the product. Um, when did this become not the bullet club? I they are the boat, they are the bullet club. So they are the sole two members of no. the club in Impact? Yes. 
Okay. Yes. So we've got NWO Japan here, is what I'm hearing. Well, there's only two members of Bullet Club AEW. So, I mean, New, eight, uh, Bullet Club slash. They're called the Golden Club or something like that. The Golden Bullet Club. It's stupid. And then you've got the club. Yes. WWE. Bullet Club is everywhere, motherfuckers. Even in Impact. Yeah. With two guys that were never in the Bullet They're in the Bullet Club. Really? Yes. Are they? Yes. Really? Yes. Technically. I'm, I'm going to pull this. If you watch the product, <laughs> you would know. I would not know. Um, I thought this was a four-star match. I I really thought this was great. Um, the guns were on top of their game, obviously. Um, I actually liked the fact they kind of teased, you know, them not being on the same page here and there. I, I thought it actually added to the match a little bit. Um, other than that, it's an ultimate X match. Of course, it's going to be a spot fest and a half. Um, I think the right kids died. Um, and that's pretty much it. So this wasn't as spotty of a spot fest as I thought it would be. And uh, I'm going to say this a lot. If you watch the product, you would notice that they've been doing that a lot with the more city machine guns where they haven't been on the same page lately. So maybe there's something to that. Maybe they're teasing uh, a breakup. I gave it three and a half. I thought it was really good. Nice psychology. We're working Bay's leg and Ace's arm. And I thought the right kids died. Uh, Sabin was the one that was out for a while. If I remember correctly, or was it Shelly? I can't remember which one. One of them does physical therapy on the side and Shelly. Shelly does physical okay. therapy on the side. So he was the one that was out for a while and then he came back. Yeah. Okay. It's possible that he's winding down his career again. You know, you never know. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to kind of make it look good. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. They're trios. Matches. Actually, it's not because it's four on three. Therefore, it's not a trios match. Okay, so, so, yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. Yo, dog, I heard you like multi-man matches. Fuck. The design versus Dirty Dang. Oh. Santino Morella? The nine-year return to pay-per-view. And I believe in Joe Hendry. Okay, so thank God the faces came out first. Holy shit. What if you're the fucking heel team and had to watch all of that? 10 minutes and 50 seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and a half. Uh, I gave it three. I thought it was a good match. Um, Sammy turning on the design was predictable, but it was the right call. So, again, predictability does not necessarily mean it's bad. Um, Yeah, that's it. Just good match. Well, thank God we got Santino Morella back in a ring where he belongs. No, it was it was fine. It was whatever. Um, I gave it two and a half. I was, it was you gave it a what? Okay, match for a house show, sir. No, no, your fucking gimmicks. You've been out. You've been out for a while, even though you haven't been out for a, a while. while quote you've been out like one show. I, I dare say two and a half shows. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it is what it is. It was meant to be a little, 
you know, a tip of the hat for the, the faces to get their shit in and go um, and to, to get Sammy out of the group. So it did what it needed to do. And that's all it was. Yep. All right. We have a last rights match, which is a fucking casket match. God the casket it. mask. The and yet, Eddie Edwards versus PCO, 13 minutes and 49 seconds. Christian Thompson gave us three and a half. Wow. Uh, I gave this two and three quarters. Um, I, it's a normal PCO-ish match. I mean, the, the, the choke breaker onto the ramp was really cool. I like that. Um, but all in all, it was, fuck you. I'm just going to kick out of your shit kind of stuff you know at the end of the match he hits the boston knee party and it's like nothing oh i'm still the fucking god here i'm just gonna kill you well yeah it's pco yeah uh, well again i'm not a PCO. i think the wrong kid died here. well let me start with that i think i i absolutely believe eddie edwards should have won here um but once again i don't watch the product so thank you yeah <laughs> If you watched the product, you would have known that it is building towards since like for months, it was building towards that moment. So cool. sorry, I'm just writing down his star ratings real quick. I'm sorry. But um, so yeah. Right kid died. Even though I'm a big PCO fan. Him dislocating his shoulder. Yeah. And I think he and I think he did it when he did that cannonball off the top rope. Yeah, and he Honda. slid, mm-hmm. um, and then they orchestrated it into the match. So that was smart. Was smart. Yeah, but it, you got two veterans of professional wrestling in there that are willing to do pretty much anything to to give a good, you know, performance out. But I I just don't think it was as good as three and a half stars. Well, um, I guess then I'm the overrating piece of shit because as much as I am not a fan of PCL, I give it three and three quarters. Oh, wow. um, I really, really love this. Uh, again, probably because I watched the product. I know where the story was going. And um, I was way better than what I expected it to be, even though I knew PCO was winning. Um, finally, they get PCO and Rivers away from each other. They can move on to different things. But give props for PCO being 90 years old and working with a dislocated shoulder and still taking stupid bumps. Right. So, yeah, you know, I thought it was way better than I, way, way better than I thought it would be. Yo, dog, I heard you like three-way matches. I do not. Three-way elimination match for the X Division Championship. Trey Miguel versus Jonathan Grisham versus Mike Ballspeed Bailey. Mike Ballspeed Bailey. Uh, yeah. 13 minutes, 55 seconds. Christian Thompson gave this four stars. Uh, four and a quarter. This was fucking great. Um. Fast-paced action expected for this type of match. Thought the right kid died. Um, eventually, there has to be a point where they keep working over Bailey's knee in every fucking match he's in. Eventually, hopefully, there's an end game to that <laughs> because it seems every match he's in, he gets his knee worked on. So there has to be an end game. But- I, I could I could see the backstage. Okay, so we got this three-way. Jonathan, um, I need you to work on my knee. Everyone works on your knee. Yeah, I know, but it's a thing. Let me work on my knee. It's fine. I got long-term storyline plans here. 
Mm-hmm. If you watch the product, they would know. But yeah, and I thought it was a great match. I thought it was decent for a three-way, three and a half stars. Uh, but I know this sounds strange, and I'm going to have a hard time justifying this, I'm pretty sure. But I, I think at this point, both Grisham and Speedball are above the X Division at this point. Um, and I'm going to pull a Ryan here. Isn't Sheamus and Drew McIntyre above the Intercontinental title? I would also agree with that. Yes. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I, at, at the end of the day, they're they're there to get on the card to have a good match. Yeah. And, and so. so be it. But I, I guess my thing is that there could be other people that I'm not saying they don't deserve the spot. They certainly do. I'm just saying that there are other people that might have. It wouldn't have been. It would have been nice to see new blood in that division. That's all. But Jonathan Grisham, great worker. Speedball, obviously, great worker. Um, His name is Mike Ball. Mike Ball. Excuse me. Mike, Mike Ball, Speed Ball. Bailey, get it right. Jeez. Oh, uh, Miguel obviously was the right call here, though. Um, I could see. Well, we'll we'll talk about that in the main event. Okay. Um. Hardcore war, which is essentially war games without the H and a shorter time frame. Um, Team Bully Ray versus Team Dreamer, 25 minutes and 15 seconds. Christian Thompson gave us three and three quarters. Uh, it, three and a half. I mean, it was really good. Um, the ending had to be Dreamer and Bully Ray. Dreamer pinning Bully Ray. That had to be the ending. Yeah. The refs and I knew you were going to, I knew, no, you're going to flip out about that. But I will say these three words, watch the product. It makes sense. So he did it as sacrifice as a joke to AEW with a little tiny step stool. Mm-hmm. And then it kept building and building on TV. <laughs> so, um, as much as I honestly do think, I think it was a little, they could have done without the ref spot. It was building. So it, it, it made sense for the story, but I don't think they, they should have done it. But again, it would make sense. I had to bring it up, even though I personally was like, I don't mind it, but I think they should not have done it. You not watching the weeklies. I know you're going to shit all over it. That's why you're I said damn it. Damn fucking right. I am. <laughs> so damn fucking right. I, I actually so, enjoyed it up to that point too. Yeah. So, but there was also in the beginning of the match, a lot of standing around and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like when Bipender came in and it's two on two, he's just standing in the ring and like letting Kaz get double teamed. It's like, mm-hmm. Do something. That's just inexperience. Do something. Just standing in the ring, waiting for Brian Myers to come down to do his spot. He didn't fill the time well. So, seven spots. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a lot of standing around, waiting for spots to work their way up. But again, another match that you know was better than I expected it to be because I honestly thought I don't know why I thought this. I honestly thought they were going to have like Tommy Dreamer come out like in the middle of the match. And I'm like, please don't do that. (laughs) But they didn't. They saved the last two, right? It was booked well for the story. So three and a half stars. 
I I gave it three stars. I I thought you you hit most of my points. Um, I liked how they built up to to Bully and Tommy at the end. Here here's my take on the rough spot. There are multiple ways you could have done that. Having the reps beat up on Bully Ray is what I take the most offense to. Even a four-on-one beatdown like that just doesn't make sense to me. It, it really doesn't. Um, you could have them not hold the ladder for him and get all huffy about it and pick one up, and then Tommy comes back and you know gets to come up and on behalf of the refs. I think that would have been a better way of dealing with the situation. I I I I kind of get why they did it from what you were saying, um, but in in the end stage of that, it's like, ugh. and after that spot, not have them fast count the three. Are you kidding me? Okay, whatever. Um, I think that took away from the finish. Or the finish took away from the match quality, in my opinion. Otherwise, they're you know it's like three star match. I mean, it's not like it was bad, but it it just certainly wasn't a blow your socks off hardcore match that I was kind of expecting. So. Um, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be Ryan because I know Ryan's gonna say this. Well, yes, the they were building to that spot with the refs, but the refs still had to be professional. And that's why they didn't fast count. I knew Ryan was going to say that. He, I don't he believe He found a guy. I know. <laughs> then, oh, oh, maybe I should be professional now. After yeah, I know that would be the Ryan, ex, the Ryan excuse. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry. But okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to have, but we're gonna have cool. a quick show this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our, where we fucking 20 minutes into it, we're to the semi main. Yeah. This shouldn't, no, this is the main event. I do not know why this did not end the show. Um, you can argue with the post match, we'll get to it, but I still think it's fine. Impact world title, Steve Macklin versus Koshida versus Vinket. You're welcome. 16 minutes, threats. 16 minutes of 30 seconds. Christian Thompson gets four stars. Underrated piece of fucking shit. Match of the night. This match was fucking fantastic. This match was way better than I fucking expected it to be. Fucking four and a half star match. Fucking absolutely fantastic. And I think for every match, I'm going to say this, spoiler for the last match, right kid died. Um, Mm -hmm. But this just absolutely fantastic. Um, We know that Nick Aldis comes in. He's going to now say he was, you know, now say he signed with Impact, which was not a surprise, knowing who he's married to. Um, right. Going after Macklin first, gives, which is great. Um, so that gives a, a feud going. Uh, you hated it because an Asian lost. Um, so. Yeah. Um, Valid. Yeah. I still think uh, they, Scott DeMore comes down again. Macklin on TV say Demore's gonna you know hand him the title. Demore hand him the title, shoved it at Macklin, and then Macklin pretty much nailed him with the belt. Uh, I still think he could have done that same finish in the last part of the show. Um, I don't know why this didn't end match end the show, but um, so I I'll 
Well, let's start with this. I gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> and um, I know it was kind of, I don't want to say it was thrown together, but it definitely wasn't a match that they were planning on pulling because of Josh being hurt and such. Um, but <clears throat> you're absolutely right. Macklin is the star there. Um, as much as I do like Kushida, um, the story was Macklin winning. Absolutely, 100%. And I think that's part of the reason why it didn't mean effect because it was an obvious, it was an obvious storyline finish, if that makes any sense. Because there was no doubt that he was winning. I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I see your point, but I, I, I disagree with it. I, I still don't. It's your world. It's your world title, uh, even if it's vacant. Um, mm-hmm. I understand that the women's title is vacant too. The woman want you know put the woman on last. You know, I, I, I get that, but I don't think it was earned. I think Macklin and Koshida they they earned the spot to be on last. Okay. According to this, that that's another thing too. Like Grayson Perazzo, yeah, it's pretty much you know they got thrown together because Mickey James was hurt. It, but I in same with Koshida and Macklin, but at least they they had a little longer to build that story, as opposed to Mickey James. You know, it was three days. <laughs> so that's, true. That, so, that's absolutely true. So um, that's why I think it should have. They should have made it ended. Okay, and, and that's a fair point. I, I I don't disagree with that. I just believe that from a perspective of well let's get it well let's let me talk about nick aldis first um because we're we're kind of walking into the the women's championship match and i have some interesting well obvious perspectives i guess for me um what are your thoughts about nick aldis being a part of impact and him basically being hot-shotted into the title picture um I like him in Impact. I think it was the obvious choice. I did not want to go into AEW only because I think he's not going to be used in AEW. Like that. That's that's. I I basically complain about AEW booking so much, and some of it's justified. Some of it's Nick nitpicky, but there is a bloated roster there that is not used. Some of these wrestlers aren't used as they should be. So I think him going to impact was the right call. I think he just wanted to be on the road with his wife too. Um, so you can't fault him there. Um, having him thrown into, I think, isn't earned. The Cody Rhodes thing, is it I, earned? Well, I was going to make the exact same correlation. No, it's not earned. Yeah. Like you can say he's a former two-time NWA world champion. He was, they made a point. Oh, he was a former impact champion when he was Magnus. Yes. You know, he has the background. He's a former multi-time world champion. So Ryan will say the same thing being a former multi-time world champion. You can thrust him in. So is Cody ROH world champion, NWA champion. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, Dino WWE doesn't like to acknowledge that, but you know, so I'm okay with it only because I think it will, I don't think all this is winning. I think Macklin's it'll give another win over a former world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't do anything for all this to lose to him. And I think that's actually, I don't think they're going to do it right away. I think that's that, that's your slam anniversary main event in July. 
okay. So I got good three months to build up to it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, here's my take on it. I'm glad Nick's here in Impact. I think you're absolutely bang on with him not being in AEW. I think at best, he'll be sitting on the uh, Ring of Honor roster, working the pure title for six months, and then he'll get forgotten, like so many talents do. And, and I think you'll probably have this in news and rumors, but there's a rumor of a whole nother AEW show coming. I don't, but um, <clears throat> maybe I, I, I vaguely do. In, in I have yeah, it's, it's in, supposed in, to be another- in one in one tip in one. I have a CM Punk rumor and it kind of contains to that. So yeah, yes so, and no. So we'll talk about that later then. Um, but in, in terms of Nick being shoved here, I don't think it's the right call. I really don't. Um, mainly because I feel like that he would be a perfect matchup for pretty much anybody on the card. And I think it would be better for him to debut and take out somebody else first or dance with somebody first before he went back into the upper crust of this. And the reason why I say that is only because of, once again, the same, the same argument I have with Cody is that he kind of needs to earn his keep. He's, he's walking back into a company. He left as at best, you know, what, eight years ago, seven years ago. When did he leave? I think it was 2004. 14, 15. Yeah. So 17 or 16. Wow. Something like that. Seven years ago. Yeah. So, and while yes, NWA champion is a really big deal. It isn't as much of a big deal when you're in that. I I mean, and that's the thing is that it, it, he's stepping back up and I think you need to kind of, I don't want to say rehab him, but definitely put him with somebody before you throw I, the title. On. And I think they're going to do that. I think that's why I said they're teasing their slam anniversary main event now. I think it's the wrong call. I think it's the wrong call, especially if you're going to leave him as a face. Max is definitely going to be the heel. Yeah, well, absolutely. But I'm just saying that that having him re-debut as a face when... <laughs> That's, that's not his gimmick. Not his char- yeah, it's not his character. It's not his gimmick. It's not he. He's the happy to be home guy, and a gimmick that's a happy to be home guy doesn't really work after the first month. No, it really doesn't. And I think you need to establish him better than that. And he deserves to be established better than that. But that's just me. Okay. Knockouts World Championship. Jordan Grace versus Deanna Prazo versus Vigit. 17 minutes and 10 seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and a half. Is everyone just enthusiast? Um, when we were talking about the, the preview for the Multiverse United match, we were kind of talking about who would be next in line for the championship. I believe I brought up Perazzo, So Um, I think you did. Um do I think it got rushed because Mickey got hurt? Yeah, but yeah, I this was when you said that you know the Macklin outcome is never in doubt. I thought this match Prozel is winning one hundred percent because they're not going to just shoehorn it back to to Grace. 
after losing to Mickey James. That just it wouldn't feel right. Honestly, if Mickey James were in this match, I still think Praza would have won. Really? Yeah. By pinning Jordan Grace. So Mickey didn't lose. But she didn't win. But she didn't win. So and that sets up a whole other dynamic. Um I used four stars. I thought it was a great match. Um again, I still don't think it they should have went last. Um but it still was a great match. And again, for the seventh time, the right kid died. Mm-hmm. So yeah. See, I, I'm in the opposite boat. I didn't believe that they were going to put the title on Diana here. I really didn't. So uh, to ever win was a surprise to me. And I I love this match. It was four and a quarter for me. And if you look at it from my perspective, it was the best match of the night for me. So well, you're always wrong. So well, take that with whatever you want. But um I think it was a perfect way to finish the show. I thought um, Perrazzo was, uh, I think it, here's the thing is I don't think it was as clear cut as you say it is. And the fact that I think it wasn't as clear cut as you believe it was made it a better story to tell at the main event. That's all. And like I said, we, obviously it's going to be, preference here but oh no i i don't know i just fucking loved it i fucking loved it and impact delivered again i i would agree they I delivered agree. again um sans the king of the four-star match yeah you know their their last in impact special before rebellion i was not a fan of i thought it was an okay show for how like the first show without Josh Alexander, just, I don't know, it was their worst show in years. And they, they, Multiverse United was good. And then, then this one was really good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, let me look at my star ratings four, four and a half, three and a half, four and a quarter, three and three quarters, three, three and a half. Like, that's an awesome show. Your worst match is three stars. Yeah. My worst match is three stars. That's an awesome show. Yeah. So, um, so, let me ask you this, because obviously you pay attention to Impact way more than I do. Um, where do you see this going over the, the next few weeks until a month? So you never know with Impact, because they'll just be like this. They'll be like, oh, freaking Moose versus Macklin. Like, you, you never know. Like, it's just they'll just shove people together and for a week. You know what I mean? So I do believe that the Slammiversary main event will be Macklin versus all this. That's where I think they're going. The woman, I don't know. That's more intriguing to me. Because yes, I knew I yes, I thought Brazo was gonna win. I was like, I don't know where they're going now. So it's it's gonna be interesting where they go with the women. Yeah. <sighs> well, on on that note, uh let's take a quick break. Uh on the other side, we'll do news and rumors. Uh do you have yep. anything to tease? How Dave Meltzer bullshits away. His way out of getting fucking worked. That sounds like every other week. So, yes, but <laughs> we'll be back after this. And we're back, folks. Uh, so, news and rumors, classic style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> follow the signing of a four year contract extension with a promotion 
FTR will remain in AEW after defeating the guns after beating the guns at at the Revolution. And that's wrong. They didn't beat the guns at Revolution. They beat the guns on a dynamite. Okay. Um, yeah. Blah blah blah. Meltzer wrote, "It should be noted." We were told months ago that the deal was already done and everything public was an angle, given the storyline with the Bells versus leaving the company. And due to that, nobody could say so publicly. Fuck you, Meltzer. Fuck you. You got worked. You fucking got worked because you even reported that they were fucking leaving. Yeah. Fuck you. That was your way to cover your ass saying I got fucking worked. Fuck you. You piece of shit. You say this like this is a new and it's not, innovative. but I have to call him out on it because oh, we we've known for months that it was an angle. No, you didn't. Because guess what? You would have reported it. Right. So fuck you. Fucking mark. Goddamn mark. We're all marks for the business, but goddamn, he's the fucking master mark. Um yeah, we never knew. I, obviously, nobody knew because I don't think FTR even knew. There's my there's yeah. my reality. I don't even think FTR knew if they were. No, I agree. So to sit there and say, yeah, it was known for months. Fuck you. They didn't. No, no. You goddamn Mark. I, here's the thing. And, and I appreciate FTR. I really do. I think they're a great tag team. I think they have an eye for the business uh, from the other side that most wrestlers don't see. So while I believe that them staying AEW is or isn't the best idea, I don't know. It might be for them. I was going to say, I think it's for them the best idea because one, they get to work indies. They get to work anywhere they want Mm -hmm. working with AEW. With WWE, they're not allowed to do that. And honestly... I think they get in. I I think they get lost in the shuffle in WWE, like which is so weird. I disagree because, with that right now. Um, because Triple H. Uh, no, because there's not as many tag teams currently established. I think. Okay. Um, but I still think. Excuse me. Sorry. Playoff hockey's in effect. I'm up late every night. Um, <laughs> is that I think. With in WWE, they get a push for like a couple months, win a set of tight titles, which tight titles, which I'll 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 give you my reasoning as why my not reasoning, but my ex, excuse me, I am having a stroke. <laughs> I will give you my thoughts on how they're going to split up the titles. Um, and it's actually very simple. I can't believe none of us ever thought of it. Uh, but I mean, there's the win a set of tight titles have good matches, and then after they lose them, they'll just be a my team. Well, in AEW, they can still work New Japan, get exposure. They can probably work Impact, get exposure. They don't have to be in AEW to get the exposure they want. Right. They, they can work anywhere they want. So I think working, that was their best move. And I think I did say that they will return to AEW. I think I did say that. Yeah. But well, according to some people, it was a lock. They were coming back to the Fed. And that well, was- sir. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to Punk. AEW's tentative plans for CM Punk to return to television on the June 21st edition of Dynamite. As previous 
Previously reported a meeting with AEW president Tony Khan, Punk Chris Jericho, and and others is scheduled to take place. The plan is for AEW to use the AEW Collision Show, which will air on Saturday nights, as a CM Punk show with him separated from those on the roster who dislike him for his actions. I'm going to stop there. There is more to this, but I'm going to stop right there. You're creating a television show. Because some people on your roster don't like one person. Okay, let let me tell you how that's bullshit. Okay, I I can't wait for this. No, no, no. That that's that's I kind of said it the way I said it because that's one hundred percent bullshit. Yeah. There's no way that that there's no way Jay Briscoe win the ROH Tour title. You are not creating a television show. Because of one fucking person. No, you're not. Well, uh, yes and no. I'll say it this way. Remember back in the late 90s, early 2000s, WWF at the time decided to start a new show. It wasn't because they named it after a rock's catchphrase. It wasn't for the rock. No, but he was the face of SmackDown for years. But he was also on Raw. He was also on Raw, and, and I agree with that. But the point I'm trying to make is that it was the Rock show when it first started. It really was. He was the guy on SmackDown, and they made it a big deal because the Rock was on SmackDown. If the Rock wasn't on SmackDown, I don't think they would have given it as much attention. And I think that's what they're thinking was when they thought about Collision. Because Rampage is kind of this fucking ridiculous. Rampage, Rampage is, is you're having you're having Jay Cargill defending the AEW women's title against a indie person no one's ever or not AEW but the TBS title against an indie person no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Yes, but who who's gonna who won their fucking Sunday night heat? Okay, let's be honest here. Yes. Okay. And somebody posted a question. On a Facebook chat says, what would you guys do to make Rampage more important? I go, not have the Saturday show. Make it two hours. Make it live. Eight, up against SmackDown. Make it live up against SmackDown. It may not do the ratings, but at least it shows you that you care and actually make storyline progression on that show from Dynamite to Rampage, Rampage to Dynamite, not Dynamite to Dynamite. Right. Well, here's the thing is that it's like this weird tier thing. You've got Dark Elevation, then you've got Dark, and then you've got Rampage, where the people from Dark start going up into Rampage, and then Rampage gets you onto Dynamite. There, there's no equal to Ramp to Dynamite right now, and people are kind of like, "Well, Rampage kind of is." No, it's not at all. If no. anything, it is them taking advantage of runover of SmackDown. That's all they're doing. Yes. So 100%. Because even even go even go 9 to 11 instead of 10 to 11. Yeah. Well, like at least get the last so and and also like I said make it important. Make it feel important. No one's cuz yes, the Friday nights are tricky, but if SmackDown is drawing the number one ratings of all of television on a Friday night. Mhm. 
That's not cable and just broadcast. That's all of television on a Friday night. They're doing something right. Yeah. So. Because they've got nothing to compete against. Right. So. That's fine. That Great. Awesome. Great. Because Love networks it. are afraid to. The only times networks put shows in Friday nights during the television season is to kill them off. Yes. Absolutely. So. You're 100% right there. So. You got to make dynamite way more important. No one cares about a, a four minute squash match with someone you see once a week. Like, well, here's the thing: they need to kill off. If they're going to do the the collision, collision, they need to kill off Rampage. Yeah, get rid of it. There's no there's no use for it. Right. And if they're going to make AEW Saturday Night, that works. I mean, it worked in the '80s, worked in the early '90s. Why not? Right. Why the fuck not. And we're in a different, we're different world, a different philosophy of television now. Mm-hmm. Things don't have to be live uh, for the from the user side because YouTube TV allows you DVR capability, um, Direct TV, and all the the major uh, telcos usually have the DVR capability nowadays. And obviously, you can get it post live on other different. Your own forums. So the only thing that really works live on television is sports. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that works live on television. Like I can go watch and get, I'm gonna get shit for this. I like Raising Enemy. I don't care. I don't need to watch it every Thursday. I can watch it the next day on Hulu or whenever I want on Hulu. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to watch it live in order to watch it. Live sports, as we're talking right now. I have a hockey game on right here because going back and watching a sport that happened the day before just doesn't, it just is weird. So live sports, what is wrestling live sports and entertainment? Mm -hmm. You let me get, let me get this article done here. According to one of Meltzer's lackeys, fuck Dave Meltzer's lackeys. I'm sorry. Alvarez. No, it's uh, Andrew Zarin. Oh. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery is aware of Punk's return. He's also heard that the Young Bucks are against working with Punk. The story here is that CM Punk is essentially happening. I know that. I know for a fact that Warner has been told he is coming back. They're very much aware of the situation. He had recently said he is willing to return to AEW and he wants to work, make it work. The issue here is that he's worked that he's willing to work with the elite members. Okay. I know that as of the time I was told and as early this week, there are no intentions on the other side, maybe Kenny a little bit more than the young bucks, but I mean, they do not want to work with him. There's been no dialogue between the two sides, either regarding sitting down and making this work. The plan has been put in place to possibly have a Saturday show to be a soft brand split. When I used that term yesterday on some, I'm not going to promote the podcast. I was told that it was less soft than I'm putting, than I'm putting out there. Okay. I guess there will be people who are predominantly on the Saturday show. Also, fuck Dave Meltzer reports that there's a meeting schedule between, and I already said that, uh, the two sides. So the money is punk and the elite. And it's not willing to work together. If this is true, if they're not willing to work together, why even 
just pay him off. Yeah. Pay out his contract call him the day. Yeah. Uh, listen, Eric Bischoff, he goes, he's not worth it. He's not worth the hassle. Eat, eat it. Pay him off. Pay him out. Chalk it up to a learning experience. You tried. It failed. And people are like, well, you need Punk to draw at Wembley. No, you don't. Absolutely not. A, you have Danielson on your fucking roster. Two, it's the first AEW show in London where they draw draw huge ratings. Mm -hmm. They, nobody draws that show but AEW. Yeah. You don't need wrestlers on that show to draw. The name draws, yeah. The name draws. Like, I don't, I don't, you do not need punk. And I agree with that. I, I don't, I don't understand. Here's my thing. If they're going to make this soft brand split or whatever brand split that they're, they're thinking of just to placate punk, it's an idiotic thing to do. Yes. But I don't think they're, they're doing that. I think that they're just throwing punk there as the champion of the, other show if they're going to bring punk back because here's the problem with doing a brand split like that is they still have pay-per-views they still have specials they still have times where the roster will still have to come back together don't you already have a brand split aw roh also yes i don't like i'm the more I listen to Eric Bischoff, the more I'm actually starting to agree with everything he's been saying for years. He's a very intelligent person. CM Punk yeah. isn't worth it. He's going to pop a rating, and then they're going to go back down. Mm-hmm. Is he going to... AEW wants to do more house shows. Is he going to be on those house shows? Maybe. Maybe not. If he's not, he's no not point. Worth it. Not worth it. If he is, great. Um, I mean, they tried to they tried to sell out Boardwalk Hall with what? A rampage. Yeah, it's a rampage. Now, granted, it was Shibata versus Orange Cassidy, but to be okay, that's not a draw match. I, Thank I, you. I, Thank I, you. And I I will happily sit here and say, okay, I love Orange Cassidy. I'll happily say Shibata is a fucking god of you know grappling, but. That's not going to sell out a building. I'm sorry. Okay. We agree on that. I'm, I perfectly agree. I love Orange Cassidy. I think he's a hell of a person. I think he's a hell of a talent. I don't, he's not a, he's not in, in that main event level star power wise. Right. The he, work rates there. Yeah. The gimmick is there, mm-hmm. but he's not, a, he's not a, a draw in like, a traditional sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think all this stuff, this stuff is just if CM Punk's coming back, cool. I don't care. AEW fans will probably care. Cool. I I do not care. I just need Brian Daniels to say fickle in the mic 15 times. Because when Punk left, everyone in AEW that was a fan a fan of AEW was like, fuck punk. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah, fuck him. And he, he could go suck a dick. And, blah, 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 blah. and now when it's been rumored that he's coming back, oh, great. He's coming back to save AEW. <laughs> he's such a great guy. What a great guy. Really? Fuck you, guy. That's just every wrestling fan, though. Right. <laughs> I mean, so, I, I just, I, I'm just calling out the hypocrisy of it. Right. Okay. I, again, if I don't care, 
I really don't like if he, he needs to work a full, he, honestly and physically, I don't think he's able to do it much longer. No, he broke his foot doing a fucking flip, a buckshot lariat. Yeah. Like how, <laughs> by the way, should never try that. Again. No, we all know that only Logan Paul does great buckshot lariats. Right. <laughs> um, but moving on, I just wanted to put up that if people think that they're creating a show just for CM Punk, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, this has been in the works for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not know why, though. I honestly don't. Um, the only thing I will believe is that they were planning on this since before Brawler, that they were planning on doing a second show. I don't think that's even true. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it was true. I'm just saying that if they were do, planning on doing that, it would have been before All Out. Okay. I think. I, I still think this is... I still think it's bullshit, too, but th- that's the only reason why I could see it. Yeah. I could justify them saying that they're building it around CM Punk because, once again, I believe that they're doing it not because they're getting him away from half the roster, but they think he's enough of a draw to headline a second show. like On a Saturday night, a which Saturday is... Night. The second worst night of television. Right. Yeah. And that's my point is that they're going to throw their biggest name on the collision. Okay. That, that, and, and like I said, that, that is pure speculation based off of no information I have whatsoever. So. Right. That's, <laughs> it's a logical thing. Yeah. Cause you normally have, um, your Saturday night Saturday night basketball games on NBC. You got your college football games, not NBC on ABC. Your college football games on ABC. You know, uh, playoff hockey is going to be starting NBA. You know, so do football games the the NFL football games go in, into the later night? So in December, NFL does Saturday games, and they do have eight o'clock games. They do. Yes. Okay, so they could get preempted and. Or just well, it, well, it's not on TNT. It's okay, on, so they'd be just. Okay. It's on like NFL Network or NBC or something. You know what I mean? Oh, I. No, that's probably a. Well, a they topic. could get preempted during this time because, hell, right now we have a hockey game on TBS because the basketball game's on TNT. Oh. Uh, so yeah. I mean. So here, here's the thing. Let me pull back the curtain on personal lives a little bit more here. One of the main reasons why I don't watch weekly TVs is I don't have access to them. I don't subscribe to anything that gives me access to Raw or Dynamite or Rampage or Impact. The only thing I could watch, if I do, is SmackDown on Fox if I had an antenna. I was going to say, if... If he puts the plate in his head in the right position. Well, the thing is, I've tried to get antennas here and the closest station is Philadelphia for me. I can't get. Nope. I just unless, can't get it. Unless you buy something off YouTube and that or not YouTube, Amazon, but that's even iffy if it will I've, work. I've had 70 mile antennas and they don't work. I have to put an outdoor antenna that does 150 miles to get anything. And honestly, I'm not going to do that for SmackDown. No, it's not just simply not not feasible. And I, I, I'm saying this because, well, what's the other option? 
well, watching it on tape delay or watching it on <clears throat> other sites or other places that offer it not live, if you will. Um, and it goes back to the exact reason that you had said before. When you watch live sports, when they're not live, it feels awkward. And for me, it feels awkward. I don't like watching it not live. It, it just, it. Wrestling for me, I can actually don't, I can watch it. I can watch that not live. Just, it, that doesn't bother me. But like when it's like a playoff game or the Super Bowl or something, I need to watch it live. Right. It's either well, I watch it live or I don't watch it at all. And that's fair. I, I guess for me, it's, I have a hard enough time watching a pay-per-view not live. And that requires me to literally turn off every single yep. social media. I can't handle spoilers or anything. And weeklies, it's just impossible. It's just outright impossible to not find a spoiler or two of something that was notable that happened on a Raw or SmackDown or even on Impact. Um, because I do on occasion see stuff from Impact and AEW as well. So it, once I get spoiled, I'm like, oh fuck it, I don't, I don't, I don't want to watch this now because I know what's going on. So for me, and we joke about, oh, Sleazy doesn't watch the product, ha 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 ha. But that's one of the the main reasons why I don't. And I'm not going to sit here and justify paying seventy three dollars a month just so I have access to watch it a weekly show that full of ads a and b just so a lot of times aren't good pull back the curtain again i used to have sling tv mm -hmm. they don't have local channels I and love so, huh i loved sling because it's like 20 bucks not anymore nope <laughs> jack their prices up too it's gotten and so bad that it's almost better to get cable again be yes, fucking ridiculous. And that's what I'm going towards. I hate to say this, I'm getting Spectrum. It is the cheapest option, and I get the most channels. It's funny. It's insane. It's insane. I like, I also looked into cable as well. Do you know how much it is for us? How much? So the 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 top twenty, which was local channels and a couple other things, had TBS, a couple other things. This is Xfinity for uh, folks that don't know. 20 channels, $17.50. Like, okay, that's not bad. But then you look at the actual price because it's $17.50 plus $35 a month in fees. Broadcast fees. Broadcast fees, um, emergency fees. There's a bunch of different stupid fees yep. they tack on. So, so you're paying nearly $50 for 20 channels. Yep, so... Used to work for Spectrum. The broadcast fees isn't the cable companies charging them. It is the actual stations charging the cable companies. Mm -hmm. So that's not on them. But the emergency fees is pretty much they're saying, if our shit goes down, you're paying for it. Mm -hmm. And it's stupid. Like, But Spectrum is 56 bucks a month. It actually ends up being the cheapest because I was going to go to the Fubi TV. That's local channels and everything. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, they don't have TNT or TBS. Yeah, it's it's weird. And that was $75 a month. When two years ago, it was $15.99? Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm because it got popular, so they had to raise their prices. Right. And and that's the thing is that when everyone cut the cord, they went, oh well, well I guess we can raise the prices here. And that's kind of what happened with uh, HBO Max. While we're talking about Warner Brother Disney, or, or Warner Brother Discovery, not Disney. Slip of the tongue. Uh, but yeah, um, having them just basically say, "Too bad, so sad." You're now getting Discovery Plus with your HBO Max subscription, whether you like it or not, is a fucking dick move. As much as I love Discovery Plus, so it's just called Max now. It's just Max. So I have a friend's HBO Max, and then she goes to me. She goes, "Yeah, we're canceling this now." <laughs> I get it. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I get it. Um, okay, let's go back to wrestling. I got a few more. Let's talk about Drew McIntyre. Drew, yes. Drew McIntyre has not been seen since wrestling at WrestleMania. Okay. McIntyre has since revealed to be injured. He was injured going into WrestleMania, so that's not really that, okay. Um, it's not news. No. McIntyre's contract expires this year. Uh, he is dissatisfied with this position in the company and is said to be to be financially at odds with the company. The former WWE champion blacked out his Twitter account, removed WWE references from his bio on Friday night. According to... Fuck Dave Meltzer! Yeah, we got in sync this time. <laughs> Only took one of us. He's not going to be back at TV next week. He's not going to be back for a couple more weeks. They announced that the Men's Square Garden show, which is in July, and he was not announced for that show either. I was just told it's a couple more weeks, and we'll see what happens from there. There is an injury and there is a contract issue. Although the contract issue, you know, again, his contract isn't due for many months. But as far as signing a new deal, there's something new. It's still, they're still far apart. Um, according to the Madison Square Garden show, plans change, pal. Yeah. Um, you can easily advertise him if it's in July. That's not that big of a deal if he's back. I think there's nothing to this. That's I think this he, happens I, all the time. I think he's purposely blacking out this shit because he's hearing this fucking bullshit. Work of the marks, bro. Why would he? I don't understand. He came back. He became WWE champion a couple times. Still hugely over. He's not satisfied with the spot that I don't. That I don't believe. Money is more. I. I, I can see money being. He signed what two thousand nineteen. Him? End of 2018, 19. Yeah. Um, he probably, you know, um, thinks he's underpaid for what he's performing. I can see that happening. So we're we're claiming he's a, he's got a four year contract then. Apparently, I don't know. Or did That's, he see up? I maybe it was 2018. He came back. I, I honestly don't remember. I I don't know. I I don't have. I, <sighs> Money's always going to be a fickle thing when it comes to wrestling. I I, I will admit that. Passion creative. Yeah. Um, but I don't see him as a guy that something doesn't smell yep. here. It yep. just doesn't smell right. Right. And when it doesn't smell right, it means it's full of shit. Of course. It's and I think it's just him just recovering from an injury. Yeah, I think so, too. So... Whatever. I don't think there's much to it. Okay. So I, I put this I put this in here because I thought it was funny. Uh uh according to Conan, um oh, fuck Conan. I can confirm to you one hundred percent Tony Khan hates WWE for real 
and he was really pissed off when Dragon Lee beat FTR and then Dragon Lee signed for WWE when they dropped the AAA tag titles. Tony Khan was pissed that FTR dropped the AAA tag titles to Dragon Lee and somebody else, and then Dragon Lee left for WWE. This has nothing to do with Tony Khan. Right. Why is he pissed off? It has nothing to do with WWE. No. If anything, it would be ha- he'd be pissed at Conan. He'd be pissed at Conan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? It's Conan trying to get the heat off of himself. It just it fucking who the fuck reports this shit? Well, in this case, it's Conan himself trying yes. to get the heater off of him, but it's just it's fucking ridiculous bullshit. Like nobody fucking says anything that's the truth anymore. Okay. Uh, WWE President Nikon discussed the possibility of WWE returning to traditional pay-per-view format following the Endeavor acquisition. Khan said, well, there, could, there could be, but when Vince and company got out of the traditional pay-per-view business, think about this. The first person to take events out of closed circuit and onto traditional pay-per-view was Vince McMahon. The first person to take off traditional pay-per-view and put it on an OTT platform Vince McMahon. Again, the first person to take his programming off his own OTT platform and take it to a streaming service, Vince McMahon. In 2014, when WWE Network launched, he only had the third best OTT service behind Netflix and Hulu. Once the streaming war started, Vince McMahon took them off. He has been able to see around the corners on this stuff. So for us, we don't we don't like traditional paper because 50% of the dollars go direct go to go to direct just for plug-in, which is absurd. So getting out of that and going direct to customer is the way to get around it. You can even you see even with UFC and the ESPN deal, there's no demand direct. You might you might so Jesus Christ, this is so weird and weird. You might so might we consider <laughs> Wow. It sounds like they were typing and they just deleted stuff and forgot to delete more. So might we consider going back to digital pay-per-views if it was available for us fans, for our fans and price right? Of course we consider it. We're open for business. A 50% model where half that goes to plug in is just not going to happen. I could see them rolling up their own fight TV. Don't they already have that? Uh, Isn't it called WWE Network? Yes and no. <laughs> well, it's a subscription only model, though. But if you set it up in, oh, the- I see what you're saying. Like as a a per, I get what you're saying. View, but it's yeah, down. So they it. own the the I- infrastructure behind it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and 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 let's be perfectly frank here. Even Bruce Pritchard said that WWE Network maybe not in the, the form it was released in, but WWE Network was a thing many, many years before any of us thought it was going to be possible. Yeah. Vince McMahon had that in his mind. He wanted his own TV network. Yeah. And <laughs> and um, there was a WWE On Demand. Yeah. So, yeah. I could see Endeavor rolling up um, a UFC WWE app that allows people to buy a la carte UFC pay-per-views and WWE pay-per-views. I could see them doing that. 
Okay. Because right now they're they're kind of floating around, or at least UFC is floating around in different areas. I think they're on Fight. They're, they're no UFC is exclusively on ESPN Plus. Oh, is it now? Okay. So so this is what you do. You, you need to kill the Disney deal then. <laughs> the, no, 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 no. This is what ESPN does. You got to pay nine ninety nine a month to get ESPN Plus. Right. And then you got to pay fifty nine ninety nine for the USC pay-per-view. And I'm sure Disney gets a significant amount of that. Yes. I I guarantee you once that deal dies, they roll their own. There's that a, could be possible. There's no point in doing it now if they're locked into that. But plus I could WWE is also plus WWE is also on Peacock for at least two more two or three more years. Yeah. But I um I would I say, think you gave wrestling fans by that time Say three years will be what 20, 26, mm-hmm. 12 years of nine ninety nine a month. I get everything. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna take that off and be like sixty nine ninety nine. I don't. I, here's the other thing. I don't think they'll do that as a sole money making endeavor. I'm saying that they're going to boot WWE Network up to fifteen or twenty, and I can see what they're. I can see what they can do. So I interrupt you. Okay. $9.99 for Peacock or $9.99 on a streaming app. Oh, as and, per? Yeah. So you don't have to get Peacock to watch our pay-per-views. That's fair. Because at this point, the problem is that they'd be undercutting NBC to do that. And that could be a problem. Yes. Um, but I could absolutely see them going, here's our network, or if you want it, on their I, I can I can honestly see them going. Hey, five ninety nine for back catalogs, nine ninety nine for monthlies. Yeah, and or you bundle it together for fourteen ninety nine for fourteen ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, there's going to be a price increase. It's just a question of when and where. And you go back to WWE Network. Yeah, which would be so much better, especially if you bundle that plus UFC in it. If they're good. You, I can see them doing tiers like back catalogs, WWE $4.99 or UFC $4.99, whatever. And then do the WWE bundle where you only get the WWE, you know, or the UFC bundle, or you could do both. So you could do like five, like three different tiers WWE, UFC, and both. Uh, Disney does something similar with Hulu, Disney Plus, and uh, right. ESPN. Yep. Uh, it's I think ESPN's nine ninety nine a month. If you get ESPN and Disney Plus, it's like fourteen ninety nine a month. And if you get all three, it's nineteen ninety nine a month. Yeah. So the funny thing is, ESPN Plus is the more expensive one out of them all. <laughs> yeah, because of sports. Yeah, sports. All right, quick more things. Uh, no more King of the Ring, and is now United Champions, the Saudi show. Yeah, where every championship will be on the line except the tag titles. Don't know about that. Yeah, Drop okay. the titles, which They're is not going to be so, the titles intended, which would be so dumb, so dumb. Uh, Becky Lynch is dealing with a minor foot injury. Okay. What happened to her blacking out her thing and saying she's she's turned her thing into a headshot? And- well, there was of course because the fucking Meltzer, um, she mar- she said I will not be on Raw tonight. And everyone's like, oh, she's 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 boycotting Ross. She hates her creative. It's like, 
guys are fucking bunch of fucking marks. And then it comes out, oh, well, she has, she has a foot injury. And that's no why. Shit. Yeah. And they're giving fucking Trish Stratus the fucking ball for the entire. She can get my balls. Oh, my God. I mean, she was ju- dressed just like Brock. So I guess, yeah. She got hotter. <laughs> Two kids at the age of 47. Mm-hmm. And she is. She got hotter. Uh, one more piece of news. Johnny Gargano reaggravated his shoulder injury that he was out for for a while. Yeah. Uh, still, he's trying not to have surgery on it, but eh, well, not looking good. Not looking good. All right. We bullshitted our way forward through the hey, show. Hey, hang on. We can both do it now. I keep my notes, though. I don't. Um, so this is way where I have Chip and Ryan put themselves over, but fuck both of them. Yep. Specifically Sports Guru 728 on Twitter. No, fuck him. It's TWS Mark with eight A's. Not four. I don't know why he put four A's. Four A's, eight A's is too long to type. You type it once when you put your name in, you fucking Mark. Or if you follow him, it's TWS underscore M and he shows up. Yes. Ryan can go fuck himself as well. He's Ryan Buck Gotch on TikTok and on Twitter. You can find r slash the wrestling show on Reddit, all that fun stuff. I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And we are Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go on over there. Give us a like. You know the deal. Uh, videos you can find on twitch.tv slash Sleazy Fat Man, youtube.com slash Sleazy Fat Man, premium videos on onlyfans.com slash the wrestling show. Um, and obviously, this live Facebook live at um, facebook.com slash Susan Fatman. You can find all sorts of cool content on the wrestling show.com, including art articles, merch, ton of other cool stuff. Um, you can go specifically to our merch store at shop.therestlingshow.com. You can get some really cool merchandise out there. Lastly, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. It really helps us out. And also really helps us out when you click that wonderful automatic download. So you get your get our fresh, fresh, fresh episodes every 8 a.m. downloaded to your device. Uh, so with a big fuck you to Chip, big fuck you to Ryan, and as always for Sleazy. For the fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Monster. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog on a sandwich. A soba's on a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. And we may go see some Asians in August. We didn't even talk about that. Oh. Yes. We may go see some Asians in August in Philadelphia. Nothing to gain.